All right, folks. We're almost to the drop zone. Triple check your harnesses and parachutes. Copy that. You ready, Destin? I'm having second thoughts. Maybe skydiving isn't my thing, you know? (laughs) I felt the same way on my first dive, but once you feel the rush as you plummet miles and miles with the Earth coming at you like the biggest fly swatter in the universe, whoa, you see that? It gets you right here. 40 seconds. Copy that. Yeah, well, what if I don't want to get swatted, you know? What if I want to live? Silly, that's what the cord is for. When I give you the signal, pull this and your parachute will pop out. You feel a bump as you stop falling and float gently to the ground. And what if it decides not to, you know, open? Then you'll want to pull this cord right here. That's your emergency chute. Maybe I'll just pull both of them to be sure. Fifteen seconds. All right, we're almost there. You're going to be fine. I've jumped a few dozen times, and so far, we're all good. That's not as comforting as you might think. Then you'll love this next part. If both your chutes fail to open, try to aim for trees and stuff. You might have a chance... We're over the drop zone. Well, this is my stop. See you on the ground. But what if I... It's going to be great. Trust me. Geronimo! Woohoo! Oh, boy. You going to jump, buddy? I'm thinking about it. Uh, d- don't rush me. I'm just saying, we might run out of gas if you don't make up your mind soon. And then we'll really need the parachutes. I just... don't... I know what you mean. That's why I just fly the plane. I do know a way to help you calm down, though. That'd be great. Alright, I'll start it up. Anything interesting on your social today, Sam? Hmm? Oh, no, sorry. I didn't mean to be reading on my phone that long. I was just looking something up. Well, that's fine. Must have been good. Sort of. Have you ever been skydiving? Mm, not yet. Is that an invitation? <laughs> not exactly. My friends are going, and I was just seeing how much it costs. I didn't think of you as the skydiving type. Well, it's always been something that interested me. I've just never had any serious thought to it until my friends started talking about it. That makes sense. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Good morning, Laura. Destin, what's new? Not too much. We weren't going to make too many plans until we found out what was happening here. Well, right now it's just me and Mr. Jacobs talking about skydiving. Oh, didn't expect that one. Yeah, is that safe for you, Mr. Jacobs? About as safe as it is for anyone, I suppose. But I wasn't the one considering it. My friends are going and I was just looking into it. Huh. What's huh? Nothing. I just didn't think you'd be into that kind of thing. It doesn't seem all that safe to me. Yeah, it's like my grandma says. If your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? Except this bridge is a couple miles tall and there's no water at the bottom. (laughs) I don't know, guys. My friends tell me it's perfectly safe and they all love it. I guess if you're gonna die, might as well be doing something you love. All right, Destin. I think we'd better change the subject. Want to listen to the radio? Can't say no to that. I'll start it up. I didn't think I'd be saying this to you, of all people, but you look like you've got something on your mind, Mr. Jacobs. Yeah. Is there a question you have about what we've been talking about today? (laughs) I think I'm good, girls. No, I was just thinking about what Destin said earlier. What I said? What was it? Did I say something bad? No, nothing bad. You mentioned something about dying for something you loved. Oh, that. I didn't mean anything. Sorry if that was a bad thing to say. Oh, that's not why I was thinking about it. It got me thinking about some of my missionary friends. Do they like going skydiving too? No, 
what they do is much more dangerous. They tell other people about Jesus and what he has done for us all. Wait, how is that more dangerous than something like skydiving? It's not in this country, but in other places it's against the law to tell people how to become Christians. I've heard stories about how people have been thrown into jail just because they owned a Bible. It's true. And in other places, the punishment is even worse. In some places, if people know that someone follows Jesus, they may burn down their house, kidnap their families, and even put them to death. Really? Unfortunately, yes. And this is nothing new. In fact, as long as there have been people who want to follow God, there have been people who want to hurt and even kill them. I don't get it. Why would they do something like that? I suspect it's for all the usual reasons people hurt other people. They might be afraid, they might want to be in control, or something like that. I think you're right, Sam. There are a lot of reasons. But I think it's important to understand that no matter what people do to our brothers and sisters, God tells us in verses like 1 Peter 3, 9, Matthew 5, 44, and Ephesians 6, 12, that we need to show God's love to them, because in the end, they aren't our enemies. It sure seems like they are. That's true. But in those verses, God explains that when we live for Him, our fight isn't against human beings, but the evil, hatred, and fear that is in the world that has taken over people's lives. Okay, so how do we fight those? With the most powerful weapon of all, love. By loving others and doing nice things for people who persecute us, we can't lose. Many people have done this for thousands of years. Prophets, disciples, missionaries, And normal people like you and me have decided to love instead of paying people back. And because of that, the church has grown as God's love changes lives. That sounds hard. It's definitely not easy. But when we love God and grow closer to Him, He helps us do what He tells us is the right thing to do. This is a lot of stuff to take in all at once, Mr. Jacobs. Can we listen to the radio for a bit so I can let it soak in? I think we can manage that. Mr. Jacobs, I have a question about a word you said earlier. I don't know what it means. Oh, really? Which one was that, Destin? It was a big one. I can't remember exactly. I think it started with a P? Prophets? No, I know what those are, Sam. Just trying to help. Hmm. Was it persecution? Yeah, that sounds right. What is that? Persecution is when someone treats someone else badly because they're different. So basically what we've been talking about all morning. Pretty much. Yeah, I hear a lot about persecution on podcasts I listen to. Oh yeah? What kinds of things do they say about it? Oh, you know, like how the government is trying to take away our rights and that if we don't fight hard soon it will be illegal to be a Christian in America. They said that? Is that true, Mr. Jacobs? Mmm, it's at least interesting. You don't think they're right? Well... They might be right about some things, but this whole we've got to fight for our rights talk, though very popular, is pretty hard to find in the Bible. It is? I thought having a country where you're free to be a Christian is a good thing. I think you're right, but a lot of the time when people talk about persecution here in America, they're talking about having to live with things that make them uncomfortable or not getting their own way. It's not usually about sharing God's love at all. Yeah, but sometimes it's important. There are people out there who don't want us to be able to pray in public, or they want to put bad books in the library, and I don't know about you, but that sounds like something we should probably do something about. Oh, I agree. But even then, we need to do everything with love. We need to stand up for what is right, 
But we also need to listen and try to understand people who don't agree with us. Philippians 2 and other verses like it say we need to be humble and treat others the way we would want to be treated, not demanding that people listen to us. Because you know what? If we treat people badly for not agreeing with us, we are the ones that are persecuting them. And yeah, that's not good. Hmm, I guess you're right. Obviously, I like living in a land where I am free to worship God without being thrown in jail or worse. But you know what? We don't need that freedom in order to follow God. God is God no matter what the laws are. And if we stick to loving him and others like he told us to do, then more and more people will come to know him and evil will lose. I guess. That's a lot to think about. Yeah. Um, if you are going to be thinking, can I listen to the radio? Go ahead, Destin. Can I ask you a question, Mr. Jacobs? Another question? This week's a heavy one. Yeah, sorry. I was kidding, Laura. What's on your mind? Well, we've been talking about persecution and stuff, and this whole dying because we love God so much. I mean, I know it happens around the world, but is it bad that I don't want to? <laughs> I don't think many people do, Laura. But you know what? Giving your life for God doesn't necessarily mean you need to die for Him. It doesn't? Wait. Then what does it mean? How can you give your life and not die? The Bible talks about this in a lot of verses, and though we could go through all of them, I'll try to give you the quick version. This I've got to hear. Okay, starting with verses like Galatians 5:24 and 25, God tells us that we need to not go after the wrong things that we think will make us happy here on earth, but instead to go after Him and what He has for us. How is that giving our life though? It's what some Christians call dying to self. It means that when you become a Christian, your life no longer belongs to you. All you are now belongs to God, and He's the one that gets the final say of what you are going to do. That reminds me of a verse I read the other day. I think it was in 1 Peter chapter 2, I think. God said something about being dead to sin. That's right. When we live for ourselves, we do all sorts of bad things. When we are living for God, He's the one in charge, and so when bad things come around, we're too busy. Okay, I think I get it. When we give our life to God, it means that He's in charge. And that means we do what He wants us to do. And sometimes it might mean we'll be treated badly, but as long as we show God's love, we're doing the right thing. By George, I think they've got it! Who's George? It's just a saying. So, Sam, are you still thinking about going skydiving? <laughs> we'll see. All this talk about dying hasn't really filled me with confidence, but, you know, I'll pray about it and see what God says. If he says I should go for it, I'll do it. After all, when God's making the decisions, what's there to worry about? I guess that makes sense. Let me know what he says. I might go along too. You? At your age? Uh, why not? Apparently my time's running short as it is. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. See you later, guys. Later, Sam. How about you two? You sticking around? Nah. Artie and Joy were going to take us to see a movie, so we'd probably head that way. Oh, yeah! See you later! Wait up, Destin! We've got to turn off the radio first! Destin! <sighs> see you later, Mr. Jacobs. See you next time, Laura. Now, where's the switch on this? Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm.